to Shellyville. My name is Michelle Clear, and I am your licensed professional counselor here today to talk about all things mental health. I wanted to talk today a little bit about what it's like to live with both depression and anxiety together, because there are a lot of people that do. And uh, I talked, I had my shows last week about depression and the week before that about anxiety and what it's like to live with those mental disorders that are so confusing and so hard to live with. I mean, it's hard to be in a bad place. It's hard to feel that you are depressed. You don't like your life. It's hard to be anxious about the things and worry about things that are so outside of your control. But when you have both depression and anxiety together, you're really living with a lot of conflict going on inside your brain. Like there's no doubt that that is a very stressful place to be. So today, after 11 and a half years of being a therapist and helping people live with depression and anxiety together, I really just wanted to give you my kind of favorite tips that I have shared with my clients over the years. Um, I am doing my show solo today. (laughs) Justin couldn't be here with me. He is here, but not gonna add his Uh, advice with me today. It's just going to be me solo. So I just really want to get through this. Um, Again, this is just the things that I have learned over the last several years and my life leading up to being a therapist. Um, What makes this kind of fun and why I am even doing Shellyville and I get asked all the time why I'm doing this and it's basically because I can. I have something that I've learned that I want to share. This isn't... um, This isn't about my ego. This isn't about being better than anybody else. And this isn't about replacing anything or anybody that you already have in your life that's helping you with your mental health. This is basically just a little add on. And um, we want to get the message out that mental health is something that everybody lives with, everybody's aware of, but you know, it's okay to get a little extra help or hear a little something that might inspire you, make you feel better. And that's kind of what I wanted Shellyville to be all about. And so I'm so glad you could join me and thanks for tuning into that. So today I really want to get right into it. And basically when you are living with depression and anxiety, you are telling yourself that there's something not right. Something inside of you is saying this is wrong. I can't handle my life. I don't like my life. Things are really outside of my control. So the first thing I do is we start talking to ourselves. What do you say to yourself? How how critical are you every day to the things that you are saying? Once you get a hold of what you're saying, you have to get really good at feeling like you're good enough because the depression and anxiety is saying, nope, nope, you don't got it. You're not good enough. This isn't working. You have to change who you are. Change, 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 change. And we're kind of resistance to change. We don't like it. But it is part of the things that go on in our life. We have so much outside of our control. And this is like getting aware of what you have to pay attention to. Pay attention to what brings you joy and what brings you peace of mind. Because basically, it's not about being successful. It's not about having all the toys in the garage. It's not about having all the money in the bank. It's about feeling comfortable in your own skin and liking the way you think. And really what we do and how we get there is how we acknowledge what we say to ourselves. So really pay attention. So kind of the things that I like to do is really talk about mindfulness. We talk about play. I talk about a lot of activities, but I'm going to start with acknowledging who you are. The very first thing you have to do is be comfortable with who you are. Acknowledge it. Hey, if you're, you know, just get comfortable with who you are. Another thing I like to do, and I'm not a big, um, I'm not going to throw a lot of religion out here because that's everybody's personal choice. But I do believe that there is a sense of higher being, um, whether that's a God, whether that's praying to yourself, whether that's praying to the milk carton. I don't really 
It doesn't matter. It's what you believe in. It's what you want to spend a little bit of time looking at your life in a way that makes sense. Like you're not here by yourself. We're on this huge planet. We're in this huge universe. You're here for a reason. Get comfortable with that. So I really encourage everyone to either meditate, um, spend time alone with themselves, figure out what they like, what they don't like, and then just really journal, like write it down. Who are you? Write that down. Write your definition of who you are. How would you describe yourself to somebody else? Are you comfortable with the description of self? Do you like who you are? And if you like who you are, you have a better chance of recovering from depression and anxiety because it wants you to feel like you're not good enough. And once you get comfortable with who you are, you can say, wait a minute, I am good enough. These are the things that I like to do. This is who I am. So another way that we can get to that is just really, again, paying attention to who you are writing down every day what it is that you want to accomplish. I do believe that goal writing is very important. I do believe it's really important for us to kind of keep track of who we are, especially when you have depression in anxiety because you're very anxious. <laughs> like there's so much outside of your control. When you write things down and you see what how your day is going to plan out and you see where you have to go from A to B, you have a visual of where you're going. And sometimes that's all you need to feel like you're in control is actually visually seeing it. So I do recommend all my clients to journal write or write down a to-do list or write down um, big goals, little goals, daily things, getting up, habits. Just journal writing every day is something I highly recommend and I have been for, I've been writing since I was 11. So it's very easy for me. This is probably one of the most, cons mm, a lot of my clients are resistant to journal writing. And I get it. Like if that's not your hobby and that that's not something you're into, then I know it's going to be a new thing that I'm forcing you to do. But I also think there's different ways you can do it, especially now there's so many cool apps that you can even just like hit buttons on your phone. Like there's so many amazing tools that we have available. I mean, when I was growing up, it was paper and pen. I'm sorry, I'm not that old, but it was still paper and pen. There wasn't a, I wasn't holding a phone in my hand. So I know that there's apps that you can use that will help you stay organized. And that's another thing that really helps with the mind when you feel like you're organized and you kind of know what you're doing. So Again, everyone says you can multitask, but doing one thing at a time and accomplishing one thing at a time makes you feel successful. So every time you get to knock off something that you've done, you feel successful. That's like the brain getting that dopamine instantly. Like you've done something great and you have acknowledgement. Another thing that I really tell people to do is it's just the little steps, okay? These are just little tiny little steps that you have to pay attention to every day that's going to show you whether or not you're on track. And that's really what we're trying to do. We're trying to live with this. We're trying to get comfortable with ourselves and know where we're going. So uh, again, um, these are just my little things that I kind of tell everybody to do. I always tell people to get outside of your house. Go for a walk. Stand outside. Even if it's in your backyard, even if it's in your front yard, even if it's just walking around your car, like getting outside of the house is one of the greatest things that we can do. We need fresh air. We're human beings. We need to breathe real air, not be inside all the time. So a lot of times when my clients are very depressed, they don't leave their house. And I'm like, okay, don't go anywhere, but stand outside. Go get some fresh air. Feel the lungs fill with natural, normal air. So that is one thing that I always recommend. Even a 10 or five minute walk is better than no walk at all. 
like even if you're not going to do a mile or four miles or whatever it is that these people like to do, I don't like to do that much, but I do like to get out and walk because it does clear my mind. I actually feel better when I walk. It helps me just move. It helps me stay mindful, like where I'm at, where I'm going. So walking and being outside is highly recommended if you have any kind of depression or anxiety. Um, And also, you know, this is underrated, but drink water. <laughs> like we forget, we're kind of like, we need a little hydration. Maybe you need some water. Maybe you need some vitamins. Make sure that you're taking care of yourself in really small, little ways. Another thing that I really recommend is talking kindly to yourself. Be nice. Be your own best friend. It doesn't hurt for you to be kind. We have to be kinder to other people. We have to be kinder to ourselves. And so I noticed since COVID, people are so comfortable with being rude and commenting on Facebook their own opinion. The problem with that, and I don't have a problem with other people's opinion, is that sometimes it's not necessary. And the way that you look at something, if it's coming from a place of anger, it's not very nice to share. So a lot of times I just tell people to avoid If you're not in a good mood, avoid people (laughs) and commenting about things that uh, you're probably not going to solve. So, I mean, I've just been fascinated by how (laughs) our society has changed a little bit and how we're far more comfortable with being disagreeable. And you know what? It's okay to keep our peace at times. I think there's times when you need to say, I think I feel I am. And there are times when you need to say, I don't need to say anything at all. (laughs) And Facebook might be one of those places where you don't need to say anything at all. But that's just my personal opinion. So again, just a little bit of advice I throw out there. Um, Because what we're trying to do is we're trying to help people feel like this anger and this frustration isn't building. You're not keeping it going. You're trying to break the pattern of things that you're doing that aren't working for you. So if you find that you are constantly in argument with strangers, or if you are constantly irritated with people on the road, then maybe you need to take a break from that. Because that's really what this is about. It's about finding your peace and your joy and not letting other people's actions or behaviors influence yours. It's watching your own reactions. Because when you're coming from a depressed mind or an anxious mind, other people bother you. Like it's just, I don't know why, but it does. And I understand that. So it's just a way for you to look at it and be a little bit kinder with yourself. Um, And that's hard to do sometimes. And I understand that. So I'm not saying that um, you can't have an opinion. And I'm not saying that it's not always good to keep it to yourself. We definitely want to talk to the, our friends about how we're thinking and feeling because that's huge. But also we have to be very careful about who we criticize or why we're criticizing or what we're judging because I find judgments are a really big part of not feeling good about ourselves. When you don't feel good about self, it's really easy to make fun of someone else. It's really easy to think that everyone else has got the problem and it's not you. And I don't know why we do that, but we do. So if you can watch that, if you can pay attention to that, if you can if you can get closer to who you are by not being critical, you might find that life is a little bit easier to live. And that's just something that we have to do. All of us have to kind of take an inventory of who we are and how we treat the people around us. Um, and that's kind of goes back to volunteering. Like one thing I tell people is if you're really tired of yourself – Go do something nice for somebody else. Like it doesn't take much to volunteer. It doesn't take much to um, maybe show up for a friend or 
make a little extra food and bring it to a neighbor. Why don't you pick up the trash on the sidewalk? You know, like you see some trash in a parking lot, go pick it up. Feel good about helping other people. Put your cart back, pick your trash up, put things back away when you get them out. Like returning all those things back to other people and doing nice things for other people has a way of bringing our own self kind of, we're not doing it for reward. I'm not telling everybody, hey, I'm going to go do this and then I want like accolades. No, it's these private little quiet things that we do for other people that actually make us feel good in the return. So gift giving, um, being kind, saying a nice thing, volunteering, those are all really good ways to get out of your own brain and get out of your own stuff and go help someone else. That really does help. Um, it helps in a little bit. Um, it makes everybody feel good too. Another thing that I love to talk about is called loving kindness. And loving kindness is just a way to talk to yourself in a loving, kind way. So we can do it towards people and we can do it towards ourselves. Where you really just say, Hey, Michelle, I love you. You're a nice person. Let's have a good day. Let's be kind today. Let's, you know, as a therapist, I have to really sit with myself and know where I'm at before I can start my day. So a lot of times I will do affirmations and I will sit with myself and just give myself a little pep talk. Um, it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt anybody for me to sit down and say, you know what, Michelle, you're going to have a great day today. Um, I'm really excited about the people I'm that are coming into my office. I'm hoping I hear some great stories and I'm just going to be present and I'm going to do the best I possibly can today to be what my clients need. Now, I'm in a weird situation because I actually have a job where I actually have to put people first and I'm good at it. I love it. I don't mind it because I don't carry it home. At the end of the day, it stays in my office and I get to go home and do me. But I'm always present. And to be present is to say right here, right now, what am I thinking? What am I feeling? And what am I able to give to other people? Because if I'm in a bad place, then I'm not giving my best. So I really do have to catch myself and pay attention to how I'm thinking and feeling. And that's important because what I have to say is just as important as what my client has to say. This is a mutual agreement of what we both want to share. And to listen to someone is to take yourself out of the equation. Like what makes me a therapist is that I don't have to sit there and talk about myself. Maybe that's why I wanted to do Shellyville because this is my place to talk about me. Because for the first time, I get to say what I want to say. And although I do it in therapy, but I'm not really disclosing everything with my clients because they don't need to know everything. They're not there for me. We are, it's a relationship and we both have to feel safe and feel comfortable communicating but I really want my client to feel like they can come in and talk about themselves, that I'm going to hear them, that I'm going to direct them to the way that they want to go and then bring them to where they need to be because everybody's looking for a little bit of help and everybody wants a little bit of direction and they ask for advice. But even as a therapist, whether I give it or not, I know my client is going to do what they can with what I've given them. And that's the truth with everybody. Like you have friends that give you so much advice over the years. You take what you need from your friends and then you discard it. Like if it's not necessary, you don't use it. What happens is that we just have to get really comfortable with understanding what we need. And the way that we do that is just by being lovingly kind to yourself and saying, oh, okay, this might work for me. Or nope, that's not going to work for me. <laughs> that's, not, that's not it. So next. And then you call a friend and you like complain a little bit and then your friend listens and, and you feel better again. You're like, okay, back to back to my normal self. So really feeling good about who you are is what gets us through depression and anxiety. It is 
It is our medication. It is how we talk to ourselves. It's our daily meditation. It's our daily check-in. It's our daily um, affirmations. I mean, affirmations are just small mantras that you say to yourself that I'm good enough. I'm okay. I love and approve of myself. I'm going to be fine. Everything's going to work out. I'm going to get through this. Tomorrow's a new day. Like whatever kind thing that you need to say that you can acknowledge where you're at. Say, hey, I recognize that I'm not feeling so good right now, but I want to get through it. I'm going to do what steps can I do to make me feel better? And everyone should have a list. Like you should know what makes you feel good. Good. If it's ice cream, then you have a little ice cream. I'm not about massive indulgence. (laughs) I know that there has to be balance, but I'm not afraid to just say, do a little bit of kindness towards yourself. If you need that extra scoop of ice cream today, you're going to do it. But you know what? You're also going to go for that 10 minute walk. Like you're going to find some balance (laughs) because that's what this is all about. Finding how to live with it is finding your balance and managing it in such a way that you're still successful, that you're still getting up, that that you're still contributing to society, that you're still feeling that you have a purpose. And believe me, everybody on this planet has a purpose. There's a reason why you are here. So you get to figure that out. Like, I'm not going to tell you what that is. You have to know what that is. But you get to decide what that is. And that's what's so cool about life and this long journey that we're on is that I would have never in a million years thought that I could just talk about all of this stuff on Facebook or YouTube or everywhere that I'm putting it out. But guess what? I can because I have 11 and a half years of therapy under my belt uh, as a as a therapist, but also in therapy. Like, you know, the thing is, you have to know how to ask for help. One of the biggest things, too, is just being comfortable enough to say that I'm not in the right spot, so I want to go get some help. And help comes in thousands of different ways. So really just putting yourself out there, paying attention to what your life plan is, being comfortable with who you are. And so when we're living with depression and anxiety, we're, we're paying attention. Like you have no choice. Like life is really hard with or without a mental disorder. It truly is. Like there's always going to be highs and lows. And so finding the something that works for you, it could be a combination of things. It could be one or two things. But really, I find it's really a pretty big variety of things that get us through it. And it's always the little stuff. Little things add up. Little things make us better. And that could be just sunshine. That could be a call from a friend. That could be um, remembering an old memory that makes you laugh, something from your childhood. Um, But, you know, your life matters. And so reach out, be friendly, be kind, smile again. We don't have the mask. There's nothing for you to hide behind. Be comfortable with self. And that's really what I'm hoping that to bring. Um, again, this is all what Shellyville is about, just trying to get some good messages out there. So if you have any questions or you would like to talk to me, you may reach me at ShellyvillePod at gmail.com. Again, I'm available. Um, anytime you want to reach me, you can. I, I would love to help those that want to be helped. I mean, that's what this is all about. But I understand that the road is long and it's a long journey. And I don't want anyone to feel like they're alone because you're not. We're all somehow, some way can relate to what's going on. Um, And so I hope that you can find what you need. And again, next week we will be talking about learning to let go because that's also a big process of depression and anxiety is learning to let go and move on towards new and better things. So um, hopefully I can help you with that as well. And again, thank you so much for stepping into Shellyville. You guys have a great day. Thank you.